What's going on everybody? John on here with you. It is Saturday, October 1st, 2022. How are you? How are all of you doing out there today? It was a good week last week for Lauren and I. We both went 9 and 6. I'm 21 and 24 on the season. She is 24 and 21. I will not have her picks as far as this video is concerned, but again, hopelessportsguide.wordpress.com will have all of our picks in entirety once she gets those in. So I'm going to go ahead and make this video now, and then I will have an announcement at the end of the video as well. So for the week four NFL season, it starts out with a game in London, and I don't know why they do that because... The only kind of football you want to care about over there is not the NFL, right? But it is what it is. It's the New Orleans Saints and the Minnesota Vikings in London at 9.30 a.m. It's going to be on NFL Network. So that's one of those games you can actually catch early if you want to get up and watch this one. Now, the initial Monday lines, just as always, as it has, it's New Orleans getting two and a half. Minnesota, relatively healthy right now. But as I see in this injury report, no Jameis Winston and no Michael Thomas in this game as they're both ruled out. And Alvin Kamara might be questionable as well. Look, you know, with the time changes and all of that, you never know what's going to happen in this game. But considering you're going to the backup quarterback, could be Taysom Hill, no Jameis, no Thomas, and maybe no Kamara. Give me the Vikings. I hope that they can win by a field goal. Now, for the Cleveland Browns and the Atlanta Falcons, Cleveland travels to Atlanta. All they have to do is cover one and a half. Atlanta has been good to me all year. I've been 3-0 since taking Atlanta. This is going to be one of those times I'll jump back and take Cleveland because of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. and can do just enough to win by one and a half and cover that spread. So I'm going to take the Browns. Although, to my behest, Atlanta's been good to me all year, and we'll end up see what's happening with that. Again, Miles Garrett was just in a car accident, so he's not going to be available for this game. And Jadavion Clowney is questionable. For the Falcons on the other side, it's just Cordero Patterson, but Cordero Patterson has been excellent all year for the Falcons. But I'm going to take the Browns. So Buffalo travels to Baltimore. They have to cover three and a half. The Ravens are getting three and a half. Now, this seems like something that I would do after Buffalo had lost last week to the Dolphins, even though they really outplayed them in a lot of categories, with the exception to the final score. Now, of note, when Miami and Buffalo played last week, there was an injury to Tua, and then there was an injury again on the Thursday contest between Cleveland and them, so... It's going to be interesting how that one goes between Cincinnati and them, I should say, that the doctor that cleared to a Tagliavailoa has since been fired today, just pretty much breaking. So Buffalo, with all the injuries, you know, they lost the game to Miami. Will they come back and bounce back against Baltimore and Lamar Jackson, who's playing like an MVP? Well, Lamar, it's pretty much the Lamar show. Buffalo, I'm going to take them to cover the three and a half on the road, and we'll see what happens. Now, Dallas and the Washington Commanders. Dallas, it's going to be a Jerry Jones's palace, only having to cover three and a half. Now, Cooper Rush has been really good. The Dallas defense has been really good. 
Uh, Dallas looks not so much banged up as what they could be, and the Commanders really aren't either. But do I trust Carson Wentz against that defense? Cooper Rush has played pretty well. Give me the boys. I'm going to take them to cover three and a half. Detroit back at Ford Field to take on the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle on the Monday lines are getting five and a half. Now this is one of those situations where I took Detroit last week and I won because you thought Detroit was keeping things pretty close throughout the time. And now Detroit's favored by five and a half. Interesting blow though for the Lions. Who is ruled out? DeAndre Swift, Amon Ross St. Brown, DJ Clark, and Josh Reynolds is also listed as questionable. So with no Swift, no Amon Ross St. Brown, and no DJ Clark, that's roughly, if you want to ballpark it, 65% of their offense. I know Seattle has struggled, and I know the line has moved down considerably, but Detroit is still a small favorite. I'm going to take the Seahawks and the five and a half points. Do I have faith that the Lions could win this game by a field goal? Possibly, but to cover five and a half with all that offense out there, that's going to be a tall task there, even for the Lions that have been scoring points. So give me the Seahawks and the five and a half. The Chargers and the Houston Texans. Houston Texans getting five and a half at home against the Chargers. Now, Houston has been good to me all year, just like Atlanta. I'm 3-0 since taking the Houston Texans. And it's one of those situations, Keenan Allen's out for that for the Chargers. Justin Herbert's still banged up a little a little bit. Bosa and all of them are going to be out as well. Miss, missing some time with key pieces on the defense. What the hell? Give me the Texans. I'm going to ride it. I'm going to be... Uh, Throwing sevens at the craps table until I crap out, literally and figuratively. There, give me the tech, give me the Texans in the five and a half. The Colts welcome the Tennessee Titans to Lucas Oil Stadium. Now Tennessee, they were able to get a win last week. I haven't been on the bandwagon there for the Titans. I always think they're a pretty good team, but they're sitting at one and two. The Colts are one one and one after three games played. Now, the Colts haven't really shown me much with Matt Ryan as far as being able to score some points. And the Tennessee Titans have been a disappointment at 1-2. and two. Still, it's 3.5 points. It's Ryan Tannehill. It's Derrick Henry. They might be missing McCreary on the other side. Roger McCreary for defense there for the Titans. That could be a little bit of a blow. I'm going to take the Titans and the 3.5 points on the road and let the chips fall where they may. The Giants in the Meadowlands welcome the Chicago Bears in the three and a half points. Now, what's interesting in this matchup, whoever wins is going to be three and one on the season. Will it be the Bears or will it be the Giants? So no David Montgomery. That's definitely going to hurt there for the Bears. And on the other side, again, you lost Sterling Shepard for the season. You're losing Tony. You're losing Robinson for both with knee issues. So, who's available in that receiving core there for the Giants for Daniel Jones to work with? We know Saquon Barkley is going to be able to do his thing, but who's going to be available? I think this could be a war of attrition, and I think this could be a very low-scoring game. And the teens on both sides, maybe 13-10 or 16-13, something like that. 
If that's the case, and I believe it to be a field goal, the Bears are getting three and a half. I don't really like this, but I'm going to take the Bears and the three and a half. And we will figure out what happens after that. Philadelphia and Jacksonville. Philadelphia welcomes Jacksonville. They have to cover six and a half points. Now Jacksonville has been the surprise for me. Two and one in the season. The Eagles are still perfect three and oh. I imagine after this game is over, the Eagles will improve to four and oh. No Zay Jones. Questionable for the Jags. Possibly. He could be out. The Eagles are relatively healthy on that side. I want to say Philadelphia is going to win this game, but are they going to win by six and a half? Jags have been keeping some things close, and their defense has been keeping them in it. And sometimes Philadelphia has given up some points, and Trevor Lawrence has played better of late. What the hell? I'll take the Jags and the six and a half points. Pittsburgh welcomes the New York Jets. They have to cover three and a half. Look, I know what's going on with Mitch Trubisky. Uh, you might have some other situations where the next man comes up there as they're talking about the, uh, the rookie there for Pittsburgh. Who knows when it's going to be his time. Zach Wilson, I think, is going to make a return for the Jets. But I don't know if Wilson is going to be an upgrade over Flacco. And it's only three and a half. Give me Mike Tomlin. Give me the Pittsburgh Steelers to beat the Jets at home and cover. Carolina and Arizona. Arizona getting two and a half as they travel to Carolina. Some questions to whether or not Christian McCaffrey is going to be available. And for the Arizona Cardinals and the Panthers, they are both sitting at one and two. Probably both of a disappointment and probably one of those teams that you wish you didn't have to bet on. I'm really not sure which way to take this one, to be honest with you. Arizona seems like the team with the better quarterback in Kyler Murray, and they might be able to get some things done. And Carolina hasn't looked like a world beater, and Carolina hasn't looked all that great with Baker Mayfield. It's really going to be up to their defense to shut down Kyler Murray in Arizona if they get the chance to do so. Give me the Cardinals and the two and a half points. And that's one I don't feel too comfortable about, but i got to pick one of those teams, so give me the Cardinals. Now, Green Bay and New England. This line has moved a little bit down. I think it was at 8.5 once I last checked, but these Monday lines, it's 10.5. As Green Bay welcomes New England, they have to cover 10.5 points. No Mac Jones there for the Patriots. It's going to be Brian Hoyer making his first start in about two years. Remember the Michigan State quarterback? He's been the longtime backup there for the Patriots. He still is now. Now, does Bill Belichick and Matt Patricia, again, I have to say that because he's there, but can they do enough to help Brian Hoyer be able to cover at 10.5? I know they want to win the game. I do think Green Bay is going to win this game regardless because, again, it's Aaron Rodgers. And Green Bay hasn't looked all that great as far as scoring some points. So would I really favor them in a 10.5-point swing? It doesn't really seem like the smart thing to do. Yes, Green Bay is going to win this game, but can they cover 10.5? I don't know. 
I think the line in the spread is probably going to be around 11, maybe 11 and a half. And maybe I'll lose this one by a point or a point and a half. Oh, this one is a toss-up, folks. <laughs> I will take... Man, I, I really don't even know. I'm going to take New England in the ten and a half points. And I think maybe Aaron Rodgers might be able to sweet, sleepwalk the rest of his way through this one. I'm just going to take New England. Green Bay wins it, but maybe New England gets enough to cover. Las Vegas and Denver. Las Vegas has not won a game. They are 0-3. The Denver Broncos are 2-1. Denver is getting 2.5 points as they go to the Palace there in Vegas. SoFi Stadium. Who's to say the Raiders can't win a game by a field goal, even though they're 0-3? You would believe that they can do it. Allegiant Stadium is beautiful. But, man, the Denver Broncos, you got Russell Wilson on the other side. Derek Carr doesn't seem to be playing all that well. That's another toss-up game. Is Vegas desperate enough to be able to get out of a possible 0-4 to get their first win? Or is Russell Wilson going to be able to do enough to win ugly and just get this over with? Man, I'm going to take... Vegas win by a field goal. They've got to win this game. If they don't win this game, then it's really going to be hard for me to pick them at any point all year. So give me the Raiders at home. So because of Hurricane Ian, we didn't know whether or not Tampa Bay was going to play the game at home against the Kansas City Chiefs. It's a primetime game on Sunday. It has been known now that it's going to still be played at the same spot. So it's going to be Tampa Bay welcoming the Kansas City Chiefs getting two and a half points. Now, Tom Brady hasn't had a lot to work with as far as his receivers and some of these suspensions and things like that. And the Chiefs just played an abysmal game against the Colts. Is this a get-right game for the Chiefs, or will Tampa Bay... Be able to rebound there after a tough loss, after a missed two-point conversion that could have sent the game in overtime against the Packers. Will Tampa Bay rebound and get the win? Will Kansas City rebound and get the win? Tampa Bay's defense has been playing really good. Kansas City hasn't shown me much uh, as far as last week. If you want to take that all in one week, you wouldn't be too high on Kansas City. Because of... The receiver situation still there for the Buccaneers. And for the Buccaneers still trying to find their footing. Give me the Chiefs. I think that they can win this one on the road and cover the two and a half. And this leaves you to the Monday night game. And this was one of initially for me with some intrigue. As San Francisco will welcome the Rams. San Francisco has absolutely beat the crap out of the Rams over the years. Every time in this matchup. But San Francisco doesn't look right right now. And this could be one of those situations. At 1-2 and two, maybe they get the win that they desperately need. And the Rams and the 49ers go to 2-2 two and two of the 49ers win. But the Rams are getting 2.5 points. It's still Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. 
There's some big-time injuries on the 49ers' defense, which should allow Aaron Donald to run wild. I think the Rams can win this game outright, and they're also getting two and a half points. So give me the Rams and the points on the Monday contest. So let's do a quick recap. It is Minnesota in the London game over New Orleans. They have to cover two and a half. I'm going to take Cleveland on the road, one and a half against Atlanta. Give me Buffalo on the road against Baltimore. Three and a half points they need to cover. Dallas at home as they're favored by three and a half. Give me the boys to cover the three and a half. Detroit is at home against Seattle. With all of the offensive injuries that Detroit has, give me Seattle and the five and a half points. Houston is at home. Taking on the Chargers, getting five and a half. Give me the Texans and the points. Indianapolis at Lucas Oil against Tennessee. Tennessee is getting three and a half. Give me the Titans and the points. The Giants and the Bears. The Bears are on the road against the Giants, getting three and a half. I don't know who's going to be available for Daniel Jones to throw to. This could be ugly. Give me Chicago and the three and a half points. Philadelphia. And Jacksonville, Philadelphia at home, Jacksonville on the road getting six and a half. I do think Jacksonville is able to keep this one close. Their defense has been good all year, and Trevor Lawrence playing better of late. Give me the Jags and the six and a half points. I have Pittsburgh at home against the Jets covering three and a half. I have Arizona on the road against Carolina getting two and a half points. Begrudgingly, I took the New England Patriots and the ten and a half points against Green Bay. <laughs> we'll see how that one works. I have Vegas, a desperate Vegas team not wanting to go 0-4, beating Denver and covering the 2.5 points. Give me the Chiefs against Tampa Bay with the 2.5 points that they have to cover on the road. Even though Hurricane Ian is there, it's going to be played in Tampa. And on the Monday game between San Francisco and the Rams, give me the Rams and the 2.5 points on the road. So those are my picks. I think the tiebreaker for Detroit and Seattle, I think this could be a relatively low-scoring game. Let me put the total at like 38, and we'll call it a day. So, as far as my announcement, I will make another video tomorrow. The announcement is going to entail what is going to be upcoming on the channel and the coverage throughout the season. So, I will have that one tomorrow for you as these NFL recaps for week four are getting written down and slated on the website. Have a good one, folks. We will talk to you soon. Peace out, everybody.